Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ, and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jam, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And uh, Josh, I thought it was pretty cool the other day. I was looking on our on our Anchor site, looking at some of our statistics and uh, I guess analytics or whatever, and uh, I was noticing we've got about 10% of our listeners that actually are living outside of the U.S. I think that that is really cool. Yeah, we've it got, is pretty cool. We've got listeners in the U.K., and we've got listeners in Ireland, We've got we've got listeners in Canada, so... To everyone outside the U.S. who's listening to this, thank well to everyone inside the U.S. as well. To all of our listeners, thank you so much. We we don't say that enough, but we really do appreciate you guys. And uh, today's movie we're talking about was actually recommended by one of our Canadian listeners, Brad, over at Watchers Podcast, recommended this, and I'm glad he did because this is one of those movies that I saw trailers for when it came out, and I was like, oh, that looks really cool, but I never actually watched it. Um, this movie was described by someone to me as Mad Max meets Mega Man. Oh, which okay. which when I heard that, I mean, two thirds of my favorite tattoo are Mad Max and Mega Man. Right, exactly. <laughs> the other third is the Offspring. I was gonna say throw in an Offspring soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if this had had Offspring music in it, this would be the perfect fucking movie. Um, there would be a shrine to this film in my house somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, you could call your tattoo just everything you love or the Turbo Kid tattoo. The Turbo Kid tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> great. Before you'd ever seen it. <laughs> yeah, before I had ever seen it. That's right. Um, but we are talking about Turbo Kid from 2015 with a Rotten Tomato critic score of 91% and an audience score of 77, which I think is really low yeah, for this movie. I, I was surprised. Like, the, the critic score was really high. Yeah. I'm surprised the audience isn't closer to it than me that. But. Me too. Me too. But, um... But while yeah, while while uh, researching this movie, while looking through all of this, I did find out that there is actually a Turbo Kid two in pre production right now. So yay! <laughs> yeah, and in case you didn't know, this was actually based off a short film that the directors I didn't write their actual names down. Collectively, they go mm-hmm. by RKSS Roadkill Superstar because oh, they're the three of them always is, direct together. That is awesome, Roadkill Superstar. Yes, and they uh, <laughs> they actually created a short film. I think I've told you about the ABCs of Death before, where they do a short for each letter of the alphabet. I've seen an anim- a little animated video that says the ABCs of Death. No, this is like a this, oh, this is like two a, a hour movie. live action, oh. like different directors for every letter of the alphabet. They've okay. done two of them. No. And each time they did them, they would uh, offer it up for fans to enter their films. And the first year was T, and they entered T for Turbo. They did not win, 
But Jason Eisner, who was a part of the group, who also did like Hobo with a Shotgun, came to him and said, we want to turn this into a full feature. So it's probably better they didn't win getting yeah. their short into the movie because mm-hmm. they got a full feature film out of it. Well, I was I, I, I watched this on Amazon Prime. And then, <coughs> you, you know me, as soon as I find a new movie, I like, I'm like, where's the Blu-ray? Where's the Blu-ray? <laughs> Um, and I, I was looking at some of the features that, cause yeah, there was that two year anniversary edition that was so cool that was sold out, but yeah, it, it said one of the features had the original short on oh, it. Oh, okay. So have not seen that original short. I, I haven't either actually. I just heard about it. I didn't actually see it cause that year, the one that won for ABCs of Death was T for Toilet. And it was an animated short actually now that you say it was a stop motion animation. So it was pretty okay. cool. Okay. Well, well, the one I was talking about is just this really short little it's like a two or three minute long video. Yeah, the ABCs of death. It's all rhyming, but it is animated. So it's oh, pretty, okay. pretty interesting. Um, this movie, Turbo Kid, was written and directed. I, I apologize to anyone who speaks French who's listening to this because I don't speak French. Um, Francois Simar. Or if you listen to the podcast with Adam Green, he just says, I'm just going to call you Frank. <laughs> That's what he says. He, he says his name once. He's like, I'm calling you Frank from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Francois Simar. An- Anouk Wissel and Johan Carl Wissel. I mean, they must be. Uh, yeah, the two of them are husband and wife. Oh, husband and wife. Okay, yeah. Related, obviously. Starring Monroe Chambers as the kid, Lawrence LeBuff as Apple, Michael Ironside as Zeus, and Edwin Wright as Skeletron. Which I don't even know how he made it into like the top. I, mean, I guess his character was like really important because he's you know he's like the main bad guy henchman but he does not have a single line in this entire movie no i think the fourth villain honestly should have went to uh frederick yeah frederick is like uh, uh, yeah i did not even see him in the top billing and then whenever they finally introduce him like who is this guy right i didn't even i didn't even look past the uh the top billing as like who was there (laughs) the most amazing thing about this movie it was made on a budget of sixty thousand dollars for the price, for less than the price of a new Corvette, these people made a fucking movie. And a good one. And a good a damn one. good one. A damn good one. I am siding with the critics on this one. 91% is almost too low of a score for this film. Um, it is, it's got such a, a homemade charm to it. It really does. And like all, and unlike Mad Max, which for me, one of my favorite parts of Mad Max is all the insane cars they come up with. Well, there are no cars. Everybody's riding around the wasteland on bicycles. <laughs> so I immediately was like, that's how they kept the production cost down. I think, I think like probably half of Mad Max Fury Road's $150 million budget went into making cars. They, they made like over a hundred different cars for that movie. All unique, all individual there were there were hundreds of them. It, 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 it was so many cars in that movie. Yeah, because they and they did a lot of their own effect. They did practical stuff. Oh, yeah, they didn't yeah, do a lot of CGI in that. Effects. They did there was, some, but like ninety eight percent of the stunts in that movie was practical yeah. special effects. There was very little CG in that movie, and there was like some like composite shots. But right. still, that was a real monster truck doing that jump. He did. <laughs> he. I, I was. I was a little disappointed to find out they didn't actually jump it over the war rig, but whatever. <laughs> it still looks awesome. But no, this movie is it's such a throwback to 1980s post-apocalyptic culture. Yep. I guess kinds of movies like that cuz it starts off with just a black screen and synth music, <laughs> which I'm immediately like, "Oh, okay. You're you're getting me." And then this like 
awesome like 80s vector logo for epic pictures and it says at the bottom it just is a number one leader in laser disc sales <laughs> i didn't even know what a laser disc was until i was like in my teens i i never remembered seeing a laser disc when i was a kid i remember in class i don't remember what class but they we had a laser disc player and they actually brought it in and we watched the laser disc before but no i never owned them or anything and now going back, kind of when I hear about them now, I wish I did because apparently they were some of the first ones to ever have special features, hmm. and they had like director's cut when the VHS and stuff didn't have it, and it never made it off Laserdisc to get to DVD. Sometimes I know um, when I was I was a few years ago, my dad and I took a trip up to Detroit for the uh, Woodward Avenue cruise in, and uh, while we were there, you know there were things he wanted us to see, things I wanted to see. We went to the Henry Ford Museum, and they had like you know, technology, home technology all through the years. And one of them was actually the road warrior on laser disc. And it was the most badass movie cover I think I'd ever seen. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I haven't seen it. So I don't know. I thought like. about finding it, buying it just to have the, just to have the artwork from it. Um, but no, now in turbo kid, it opens with this great opening dialogue. This is the future. The world as we know it is gone. Acid rain has left the land barren and the water toxic. Scarred by endless wars, humanity struggles to survive in the ruins of the old world. Frozen in the everlasting nuclear winter, this is the future. This is the year 1997. <laughs> Which, that is definitely a funny thing to do to make a movie in 2015 and call the future 1997. Well, but yeah, like you but, said, it feels like it's made in the 80s. So. Well, yeah, like um, this... It used to be like, oh, the year 2000 is going to be so, so uh, far-fetched and so futuristic. And um, what was it? Um, Robotech, one of the old animes I used to watch, old mech animes, was made in like the mid-80s. And it always started off with, in the year 1999. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching this in like 2003. like, yeah, y'all missed out on that one. (laughs) And uh, what was another one? Um, Another old anime called Bubblegum Crisis. Which was a sci-fi action anime. Yeah, the name does not fix the title. Does not ma- does not match the title at all. Uh, the, t- the title doesn't match the content of the show. Is what I guess I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, it's like in the year 2000. I saw that when I was like eight years old in in '93, and I was like, "Wow, Dad, you think year 2000 is gonna really have that kind of stuff?" And he's like, "Adam, that's seven years from now. I don't think so." <laughs> way to crash a way to crush a little boy's dreams, Dad. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> And, and the first thing I see when I see these opening shots is like, I want to know where this was shot. Cause it looks like this is, this was like a real place that they, you know, for $60,000, they could not have built all of this stuff. They probably went out into the desert and found some old refineries or found some old factories that were dilapidated and rusty and just looked terrible. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, whenever I drive to work, I, I pass places that look like it could be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> And we see just this lone kid on a bicycle. And that's his name, Kid. He does not have a name, just Kid. And he is rummaging through garbage, finding tools. He finds a he finds a Rubik's Cube, you know, obvious 80s stuff. He finds, and then he like finds a bunch of heads yep. on pikes. Yep. <laughs> so somebody's not happy. Um, he's making a map in his little book as he's going. And I, I love this movie already because you've got this glorious 80s hair metal music while yes. he's riding his bike. 
BMX style, and I, I recognized the singing voice, and turned out it was Stan Bush, which you may not know him, but I know him from doing the original Transformers movie soundtrack from 1986, the original animated Transformers movie. None of that Michael Bay shit. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't recognize I liked it, but I didn't recognize it. I mean, he, he didn't. He Probably the most famous song from that movie was, You Got the Touch! You Got the Power! <laughs> glorious music. Um, but Kid is bringing all the stuff he's found back to his little underground bunker. And I said, and I and I made this note. He was using a Walkman before. No, actually, not not before. I was gonna say he was using a Walkman before Star Lord, but this movie came out the year after Guardians of the Galaxy. So, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he and he he like takes these two hammers that he found and he duct tapes them together and make a weapon out of them. Yep. And uh, he finds an ink pen with a naked chick <laughs> on it for some reason, and he's like, "Ooh, what is that?" <laughs> um, he's touching up his helmet with nail polish because he's got a he's got a red motorcycle helmet with a, like a yellow star on the side of it. But you know, n- no need for a motorcycle helmet because he's on a bicycle. But no, everybody's on bicycles. Um, he and he he's idolizes this comic character named Turbo Rider. Right. <laughs> and then and I like this because his batteries and his Walkman start to die, and the music that's playing starts to but, die with yep. it. And his alarm starts going off, which is just like this, like a set of just metal stuff that's jingling together. So right. he goes out to investigate mm-hmm. and he has caught some kind of mutant rat. Yeah. To me, I put it down here. If you remember from dead alive, the Sumatran rat monkey, oh, that's yeah. what it looked like to you're me. Right, it did look like that. <laughs> you're, you're right. It did. Um, and now and this, this rat like scratches him, leaves a mark on his face. Um, so he, he, he takes it, you know, and there are, there are other people living in this area. So he like takes all this stuff to this, this town or this colony that lives inside this old factory looks like. And he, I love that he still takes the time to lock up his bike. There there are still bike parking in in, in the apocalypse. Um, and there, you know, there are these two guys that are arm wrestling over some kind of a hot brand, like there's right, a toaster yeah. on each side, and it's got a hot piece of metal on each one. Um, I, now he kid goes up and talks to the bartender, and I I don't even know why he said this, but he was just like scratching his balls, like oh this vicious hole bit me right in the middle of my nutsack <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like okay, um, now this is where we learn that kid is surviving all on his own. Even though he's hardly said a word yet. Um, now, one of the arm wrestlers, now the arm wrestlers, I looked at him. One of them looked like Indiana Jones, and the other one at first looked like Vinnie Jones. <laughs> so, for the first like hour of the movie, I was calling Frederick, Frederick Indiana, Indiana Jones because he has the Indiana Jones hat. Yes, on. I can definitely see that. Um, I don't think I picked up on the Vinnie Jones, though. Yeah, well, it, it only looked like him for a second. Once I got a better look at him, it didn't. Okay. Um, now, Kid is bartering the rat and the other stuff he found, but the guy doesn't want to give him much. He gives him some gross-looking water and something for his bike, some parts for his bike, and uh, and another issue of, of Turbo Rider. Right. Yeah. Now, as Kid is leaving, he bumps into Frederick. Like I said, I had him written down as Indiana, Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Frederick is not very nice about it. He's like, oh, you got to stay out of a man's bubble. Yeah. you got to stay out of my bubble. <laughs> Like, I, I half expect him to say, like, this is my personal space. Exactly. <laughs> um, then then Frederick receives word that his brother has gone missing. 
he and a bunch of other guys set out to find him. Now we cut to a guy in an empty swimming pool, covered in blood. This huge crowd is watching as Zeus is speaking. Michael Ironside. He's the only actor in this movie that I recognize from anything else. Really. Like, yep, I when I was so. a kid, free, I loved Free Willy. He, Michael Ironside was the bad guy in Free Willy. He, he, he's, just, he's one of those characters that almost always plays a bad guy. Like, yep. nine out of ten times. Are you seen Starship that. Troopers? Yes. Okay, he's in that. Uh, he's in Scanners. Um, I haven't seen Scanners. Um, there was that, oh, what was that, The Next Karate Kid, I think, where... Hillary Swank? Yeah. He's in that? Yeah, it's been was, so long since I've he, seen that. He one. was the the stereotypical. He he <clears throat> was he was just the like the the Cobra Kai leader of that particular movie. Okay, uh, he was the bad guy karate teacher. Um, now Zeus is speaking. He's monologuing, and this you know, I didn't really write down what Dang. he was saying. This guy must have the guy in the pool must have won a fight or something, but he's still being executed harshly. Yes, by a guy with a cinder block hammer. That is one thing that I was not expecting in this movie is just how gory it gets. And yeah. Oh, God, it gets gory. <laughs> um, now we cut back to Kid, and he's sitting on a swing set reading Turbo Rider. Well, I think this is cool, though, because, that you know, like you said, they take the center block and smash his head, mm-hmm. but it cuts to him looking at the comic book with a blood slap going. Oh, so yeah. So I thought that was a cool transition to get yeah. it back to the kid. Uh-huh. Um. And suddenly there's this girl there who's talking to him. She's this really cute girl. She's got like kind of pinkish hair and wearing this like teal blue sweatsuit or something. And she's just this, the friendliest, most odd girl you've ever met. Yes. Um, she's very interested in the fact that he's reading Turbo Rider. And he's inter- and Kiz is like, I, I, I gotta go. And he says before, uh, he's like, so let me, I gotta go take care of something. Um, now... She, this girl's like, okay, well, I'll just come with you. And she starts talking to a corpse. This, like, and it's not even a fresh corpse. It's no. been there for a long time. No, it's, it's down to the skull and bones Yeah, and, stuff. and she's like, it's okay. I found a new friend right. to take care of me. <laughs> yeah. And kid just gets on his bike and And he, he's gone. She turns around. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, which I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing. Like, this girl is out of her mind. Now, back in his bunker, he, like, discovers that the girl puts something on his wrist, this, like, blinking ri- bracelet. I already was like, that's a tracking bracelet. She's going to find you. <laughs> and he can't get it off. It, and he's, like, trying to get it off, and it electrocutes him. Now, um, Frederick, we cut to Frederick and all these guys that are all of them riding bicycles. And that's where I put that's where I put the note. That is one way to keep your film budget down. <laughs> um, one of his guys says maybe they should continue looking for the water source instead of fighting Zeus. But Frederick says he's got a plan, and right now the plan is to take a piss. So he walks off to take a piss. And no, he, that, that's just it. He doesn't walk off to take a piss. He turns oh, right, to take right. a piss. He, yeah. And then the other guy turns to piss right next to him. Yeah. I'm like, and then he, he reaches over. Again, with the personal bubble thing. He yeah. Just, well, I don't want to pee that close to somebody. I'm like, yeah, move down if you're going to pee too. Come on. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like the, the, the urinal, the side-by-side urinal rule. Like, just don't do that. Um, <laughs> and as they're both pissing, their friends behind them get jumped and killed. And the other the guy the other guy who's pissing takes a saw blade to the chest. Yeah, and to be honest, I didn't look up the fact that this guy's name was Skeletron. 
I called him Sawblade the whole throughout my. Oh notes. well, I, I just called him Skullface, even though I knew it was Skeletron. I, I was no. waiting for them to introduce him as Skeletron, and they never did. I didn't think they did. I called him Sawblade because obviously that's what he uses the whole time. Right. So. Well, that, that fits. I mean, Skullface, Skeletron, Sawblade, either one of those. Um, you can just don't don't call him Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this guy takes a Sawblade like all of a sudden just this Sawblade sticking out of his chest, and he's just like. Oh. And he falls over while he's still pissing. So there's like a stream of piss going straight up into the air everywhere. And and Frederick's just like, what a cheap move. And now, yeah, this is where we first meet the uh, Skeletron. And he's got a saw blade launcher on his arm. Now we get a flashback to young kid and his mom, I guess, fixing his bicycle. And she... uh, she gives him a tin of slides for his 3D Viewmaster. Again, we got to have more stuff from the 80s in this. Aaron. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, and, I had a Viewmaster when I was a kid. And interesting note, the mom is actually played by uh, the female of the directing team, Anouk. Oh, really? Yes. And okay. I think and I think the dad is played by her husband, or at least one of the other directing team. I saw oh, both their names okay. in interesting. the Interesting. Interesting. I didn't notice that. <clears throat> um, now then we see other bicycles coming. And the woman's screaming, but then Kid wakes up in his bunker again. So I guess like maybe he just didn't remember what had happened, and as the film goes along, he's remembering more and more right, of it. Right, that's what it seems like. Yeah, but when he wakes up, Crazy Girl's there. And she's just walking around, like, looking at everything. It's like a museum of coolness in here. Picks up all this different stuff. Picks up a Barbie doll. She's like, oh, I love that dress. And she starts to shake his tin of, uh, of Viewmaster slides, and he snatches them from her. He's like, hey, don't touch that. And uh, and she's like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, you just stepped in my manly bubble thing. <laughs> she's like, did it break? <laughs> This girl, she she's just like a little kid. She just doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and, she, and he's obviously like, how did you find me? And she's like, oh, the bracelet. And he's like, well, how do I get it off? He's like, you don't. Nope. <laughs> this girl thinks that they are friends, and he's like, no, no, we're not. And we find um, out her name is Apple. Yes, Apple. <laughs> Apple. Not my, my, my phone or my, my MacBook did not have a hard time capitalizing that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, now... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, when he's like, no, we're not friends, the girl starts to get sad, and he's like, oh, okay, okay, you can stay for a while. He wants to go scavenging, and she wants to go along. So, and she's like, and he's like, oh, well, only one person can fit on my bike, but those parts that the guy gave him earlier are the, the pegs he's that go right. on the back wheel. So, yeah, now she can stand on the back while she while they go. And I'm like, this this girl is so weird. Yes. <laughs> and, she, and she, they're riding along, and she, she's got some of the best lines in this movie. She's riding, they're riding along, and she's like, You were right. Your manly bubble is so comfortable. It's really comfortable. <laughs> now, he's laying down some survival rules. Because somehow this girl has managed to survive in the wasteland this, this long <laughs> without dying. And he's like, Always have water. Yep. Stay in the safe zone. Yep. Always have your wheels right. And avoid people, especially if they look Look evil. evil. (laughs) Which is cue to cut back to Zeus. Yes. And Frederick is uh, Frederick the Arm Wrestler. That's that's his full title. Who is interested in finding his brother. Um, Zeus has set up an arm wrestling match with blenders and fire. (laughs) So on each side of the wrestling match, there's a blender motor. And if, and it's supposed to shoot fire, but then the fire doesn't work. Right. And and he pulls he pulls like a doctor. He was like, when I say blenders and fire, I mean blenders and fire. 
Now, Frederick is supposed to wrestle, arm wrestle the skull-faced guy from earlier, and but instead, he kills the guy standing beside him by pushing his Bang. face into the blender motor. Man, another week, another movie with a blender kill. <laughs> I didn't think about it until you just said it out loud. I didn't but either. You know we'll find a way. Yes, we will. We can... <laughs> It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. We can we can connect anything to anything. Um, now Frederick goes to punch Zeus, and Zeus just grabs his fist. And we forgot to mention that Zeus has an eye patch over one eye, um, and he's like, "I have eyes from everywhere." I or I I have eyes everywhere, and and um and Frederick says, "From where I'm seeing, from where I'm standing, I can only see one." And Skullface. Cuts his hand off with his buzzsaw. And he says, oh, <laughs> well, it's no. great. And, yeah, yeah. He's just going, ah, yeah, my hand. And he goes, I'm going to kill you with my bare hands. And, and, and Zeus <laughs> says, from where I'm standing, I can only see one. That's right. Now we're back to Kid and Apple. And she is like latched onto <laughs> him like a backpack. She's like got her arms around him. He's like, okay, rule number five. No hugging while riding. <laughs> and, um... Now, now they have to find a helmet for her, and of course they find a helmet that matches her outfit on some skull in a car, some dead guy in a car. Um, and uh, rule number six, always carry a weapon. And she's like, oh, I don't have a weapon. He's like, well, rule number seven, if you don't have one, make one. They find a garden gnome and tape it to a stick for her. So she's got this ceramic garden gnome on a stick, and she's like, it's so pretty. This is my weapon. This is my gnome stick. Apple doing her best Ash Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of her boomstick, her gnome stick. Yeah. Oh, man. That yeah. I did think immediately when she I said it. I didn't think of that when, <laughs> when she said it. Now, someone is watching them through a scope. I thought surely someone was about to shoot someone. And Apple is practicing her gnome stick skills. Yes. <laughs> and uh, she is talking about her last best friend. She says, my last best friend was a water hunter. And she tagged along. Then he died. And here she is. Like, so she outlived this guy. Um, without aging, it looks without like. Without aging, yeah. So she's from the other side of the wasteland. She's like, oh, it's kind of gray and dusty. And she she decides that now is time for a now is a good time for a game of tag. Yep. So now you know they're playing tag, and kid decides to show her her view ma- show her in the sorry the view master that she's got or that he has, um, and then someone jumps them from behind and puts apple in a net, and now we get a bicycle chasing because kid takes off on his bike because she tells him to like run. Right. Now, Kid crashes his bike. I'm like, how do you crash your bike this bad? But he ends up standing on some kind of door in the ground that opens up like a trap, and he falls in. At first, I thought that was some kind of a trap. Like, oh, that's exactly where the bad guys want him. But no, the bad guys come up looking for him and can't find him, so they ride off. But that proves right there with the way he wrecked, he does need that helmet. <laughs> yes, he does. He really does. Um, I guess I guess when you're I guess if you're riding a bicycle in the post-apocalypse like this, and there's all that. You know, running for your life. Yeah, you do need a you do need a good helmet. Um, now, he wakes up in this like underground. It looked like a tunnel, and um, there was what there's one of those plasma balls you used to see at Spencer's gifts all the time. I used to have one of those in my room. Um, and whenever he touches it, the tunnel lights up, and there's like a cockpit at the end of it, and someone dressed like Turbo Rider. And there's a screen playing a message from some army officer talking about the robots and, you know, 
destroying the robots before they destroy us. So we know it wasn't a nuclear apocalypse. It was a robot apocalypse, which I kind of think is cooler personally. Yeah. Because um, I love robots. <laughs> <laughs> now he... he, he he takes the guy's outfit. Now he has a full Turbo Rider getup, but he, st- but he still has the rainbow uh, knee and elbow pads. I love that. <laughs> um, he's got Now he's got this thing on his wrist, and I, I just called it the power glove because that's what it was to me. It probably was a power glove. You know, from have right. you seen the wizard? I have not. Okay, we might have to do an episode on that because I have not, and I know as a gamer, I'm supposed to watch it. I mean, I've heard it's good. I know Shout Factory put out a collector's edition of it. So. Yeah, but uh, but no, there's this there's this there's this line where this kid goes, "I love the power glove. It's so bad." And the power glove was like one of the worst controller peripherals ever for a video game. Console. I mean, I've heard that that is basically a big commercial for super mario brothers 3 yeah like that that, that oh, we're getting off track here but yeah like the first time anyone saw gameplay of super mario 3 was in this movie i mean this was before the internet where stuff leaks all the time um now he's he's but no this thing on his wrist shoots really powerful beams of something i was gonna say is this the reason that that person compared it to Mega Man? because that's what i thought Maybe. when you when you said that Maybe. i had never thought of it like that but that, that, the way that this is thing, totally possible the way this thing shoots does i guess kind of remind me of Mega Man a little bit yeah um but you know there's a little like energy bar on the side of it and it yeah. looks like he's only got one shot left so he sets off to find apple and it doesn't take long to find the guy who took her they um <laughs> they just stare at each other for a second and then this guy, like, shoots his hand off. Again, right. that's kind of like a Mega Man thing. His hand comes off, and it's on a chain, but Kid just blows him away with his power glove. Yes. And I mean, and blow, blows I mean, him away, like yeah. bloody chunks everywhere. And as you, you always like to say, Kirkland brand this mm-hmm. and that, that would be a Kirkland brand Raiden to me with that lamp yeah, hat with he that, was wearing. Yeah, yeah, he, he did look like Kirkland brand Raiden. <laughs> Uh, hint of upcoming episode <laughs> now back at Zeus headquarters Apple is in the same pool as the other guy was earlier and so is Fredericks I'm like oh no this is not gonna be this isn't this isn't gonna be good now kid finds this place with no problem no yeah I and, guess it's uh, well known where he, he yeah he's everybody at, must I guess. know where Zeus where <laughs> Zeus's compound is just too um, afraid to go yeah now we see the the, the I, I call him Mr. Cinderblock the guy with the Cinderblock hammer is back he's ready to do some more executing and Zeus is pointing out this lovely machine that he's got and there's like arms and limbs hanging out of it and he just like pushes a button and it chums people and turns them into water yeah because I mean I, I didn't write down all the percentage but yeah. he goes through all the percentages of how much of our body is water yeah, like how much of the brain is water how much of our organs is water right. how much of our blood is water so that's where he's getting water, water. from he's juicing people <laughs> again with the juicing and the blending and the <laughs> so oh okay so wait a minute let me do this real quick no vegetarians no gym and now we got bad juicing it all connects <laughs> juicing goes into that too so uh yeah yeah we can definitely uh, now apple has no idea what's going on she's just kind of standing down there smiling and zeus is giving this like big speech of like kind of like immortan joe i am your redeemer kind right, of thing yeah and um <laughs> And, she, and she's just down there cheering on with everybody else. Yeah, like else. all his people are cheering. Yeah, and she it, joins in, even though she's in the pool with death, yeah, the, basically. Everybody else in the pool is like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And Zeus says, let the juicing begin. And kids and kid just yells, no. And he says to release the girl. And Zeus is like, who are you? And kid says, I'm a superhero. <laughs> like, okay, well, what is your superpower? 
And he's like, this! And then he tries to use the power glove again to no avail. Now he's going into the pool with all the others. And Apple is so happy to see him. And he brought her gnome stick for her. Yep. Now, Frederick starts planning, because there are these three guys in the, I guess, three executioners. I called them uh, Bootleg Jason, Bootleg, um, well, actually, no, there were two that could have been Bootleg Jason. No, there's Mr. Cinderblock, Bootleg Jason, and who's the other one? I can't remember what I called him. Um, but, like, Frederick's like, okay, we're going to, like, you two take this one, and, and then he looks at Apple's like, you take that one, and Apple just she's doesn't d- even, immediately. she doesn't even wait for the rest of the plan. She just goes, sir, yes, sir! running off with this tagging her with the gnome with stick with the gnome stick and she has the best line she says feel the wrath of Mr. Gnome can you feel it she's just wailing on this guy with this nook this garden gnome on the stick <laughs> I was laughing so hard at this part I was like okay I love Apple she's the best now. she is she is I think she's my favorite character and, and Frederick's just like well I guess that was all cue yeah <laughs> so they all start fighting each other now, one guy trips, one of their guys trips and stabs himself <laughs> in the eye with his own knife. And then Mr. Cinderblock just finishes him off. Uh, oh, um, Jason Wolverine. That's what I call him. Because there was oh, one, okay. he, he had a hockey mask, but he also had claws on his hand. And uh, this guy's fighting Frederick. And also, now Frederick only has one hand at this point. So he's fighting with one hand. You know, I didn't pay attention, but now that you say that, a hockey mask with claws, I would think more um, Vega from Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what that is. He's yeah. almost got that look. I didn't think that. Yeah. I, you know me. I hate fighting games. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That could have been Vega. Like a post-apocalyptic Vega. And I guess Mr. Cinderblock, because he has a bag over his head, he could be Jason. Bootleg Jason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, now, the ugly one, this guy starts... <laughs> the one the one that... Uh, the one that he, the one that Frederick told uh, Apple to get to, to right. attack, he just called him the ugly one. Now the ugly one, which makes me think of Homestar Runner. Did you ever? Do you know Homestar? It was an old Flash cartoon from like the early days of the internet, and they, there was this show they had called Teen Girl Squad, and there were these four teen girls. There was cheerleader, so and so, what's her face, and the ugly one. <laughs> Now, the ugly one starts fighting back against Apple and throws some kind of three-headed straight razor at Kid, who knocks it into the crowd and into someone's head. head. Yeah. Now, I, for- I forgot to mention, Kid's got a freaking machete. He's Yeah, he's, he's prepared. Um, Apple starts biting the ugly one's ankle, and Kid somehow knocks his... I, I don't even know what happened here, because he, like, he has a helmet with all these spikes on it, like right. the, the, the ugly one. Mm-hmm. And Kid, like, knocks the helmet around, so it's spinning on the guy's head and, like, grinding up his head as it's doing it. Like, was his, was, was like, the helmet part of his head or what? Um, so, yeah, like, it basically just, like, cuts the top of his head off, and right. he's, he's gone. Yeah, and um, the 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 hel- the spiky part of his head lands beside Frederick, and he stabs Vega. I guess we'll call him Vega in the head with it. <laughs> his eye pops out of one of the eye holes in his yeah. hockey mask. <laughs> now they just have to face Mister Cinderblock, and Kid hits him in the head with his two-headed hammer, and he's down. <laughs> now Zeus is like, I have to admit, I did not see that coming. <laughs> and like, neither did I. Nobody else did. Now, uh, now, Zeus isn't going to let them go. Of course not. He's a bad guy. He wouldn't let them do that. So right. he shoots Apple. I'm like, no, this is yeah, like 30 minutes into this movie. She can't be dead. <laughs> now, <laughs> now uh, Mr. Cinderblock grabs Kid from behind, 
but suddenly the power glove is fully charged again, so Kid blows him in half. Yes. Like, from the waist down, is standing there and just spraying blood everywhere. Again, with like the evil dead levels of blood. Oh, yeah, it's just blurry. I mean, yeah, you can't be grossed out by it. I mean, yeah. it's so comedic. Yeah, and and, and, and and Kid says, prepare to taste the turbocharge of justice to the face! <laughs> like, you had to specify to the face. I'm pretty sure if you hit somebody with this power glove right. anywhere, it would probably kill them. True. But suddenly, Apple is okay. She's just up like, hi! Yeah. Like, okay, something's up. What's yeah, going on with yeah, her? Yeah, like when I first watched it, I was like, wait, maybe they didn't shoot Apple. Maybe I missed what I saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, Kid shoots the juicer, causes this huge explosion, and they escape. Apple has a bike now. And like, her bike was so fitting because it's a white bike with like pink wheels and a basket <laughs> on the front. And they all, and all it was missing was like little tassels or something. <laughs> it would have been fine. Um, now, this, I because like, Frederick just disappears. I did not, I could not figure out, like, what happened to him? Where did he go? Because, like, you don't see him again until, like, almost the end of the movie. Right. Um, now, Zeus, he, you know, he, he's not happy. He wants their heads on pikes. Yep. <laughs> and we get another flashback to young kid, and we see that skull-faced guy was riding one of the bikes we saw earlier. And he was carrying Zeus. He was actually, like, in this sidecar. Like, I've never seen a bicycle with a sidecar. And Zeus has two eyes in the flashback. Yep. yep. I noticed that. Now, back to Kid and Apple. She's going through his books, and he finds a picture, and she finds a picture that he drew of her, and Kid just wakes up, and he's like, where are we? And they're just sitting on a couch in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that, and that's her response. We're on a couch. <laughs> okay, but where is the couch? Now, like, Kid says he wishes he could have done more and been like the real Turbo Rider. <clears throat> and she's like, maybe you can't. But you can totally be Turbo Kid. kid. <laughs> now he's remembering Zeus. He remembers that Zeus was there in his childhood. And he sees the place where Apple got shot. And there are circuits and wires underneath the... Underneath the it's like, oh, shit, she's a robot. What up? She's a robot. And, and, and like... At first, she, like, gets really serious and, like, puts her finger in his face and looks like... I'm like, oh, shit, what's she about to do? But then she just goes, tag, you're it, and yep. runs off. Like, she... She's not the most menacing robot. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, and, he, and he's like, and she's like, you're pretty human for a robot. I thought all robots were evil. And she's like, it depends on the model. And she's a she's, friendship robot. Yeah, she's a friendship model. <laughs> but then she just uh, like stops and powers down for something. Like, yes. Then she comes back and he's like, what's, what's wrong? She's, and she's, part of her is damaged from the gunshot obviously and she 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 pulls up her sleeve and she's got a little screen that's got like little hearts, hearts. on it like your live like, counter like to think of was zelda <laughs> oh, okay. we had little hearts whenever you're when you thought that was your health bar um now they find the bartender guy out scavenging and um they're like we need your help but he's not wanting to help oh he's actually leaving the town because zeus is on the warpath and yes. He's like, no, we need your help. He's like, okay, well, what are you going to give me for helping you? And Apple gives him her little headband. She's got a little headband with, like, hearts and stuff on it. And he looks at him and he's like, okay, that'll, that'll be good. So he tells Kid, head up Highway 64, which yep. I can't help but wonder if that's not a Nintendo 64 reference. Just me personally. Oh, I didn't a, think about that at all, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> to an old robot graveyard. They yep. may be able to find the parts that Apple needs there. Yeah, some kind of transmitter is what they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like biometric, tr- something, I forget. <clears throat> now, 
And, and yeah, I, I made that note here. I swear I pass places on the way to work that look like they belong in this movie. <laughs> and as they're riding along, Apple just powers down and falls over. But there's a place that they can stop. Now, we're back to um, the bartender who I found out his name is Bagu, the bartender. Mm. He's trying to fix a flat tire and runs into Skullface. So, we know something bad's about to happen to him. Now, back to Kid and Apple. They're stopped for the night. I I don't know where they stopped, but there's a lot of VHS tapes there. So, maybe this was, like, supposed to be a blockbuster or or something. Um, And they're they're burning VHS tapes to keep a fire going in an old film, like, real canister. Um... Now, Apple powers back up, and she's okay. She, she has 7.5 hearts left. And he's like, so, just like, how human are you supposed to be? And she's like, well, I can eat and drink and sleep and breathe just like a real human. And she, she, she said she doesn't want to remind Kid that his best friend is a robot. And Kid says it's pretty cool, really. She's got some pretty good fighting skills. And she's like, really? Want me to teach you? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, sure, yes, I want... This, this was great. This is like... Karate Kid ain't got nothing on this scene. (laughs) (laughs) And they're facing each other. She says, are you ready to become a master in the art of kicking ass? Strike hard. Strike first. Show no mercy. That's all she said. And he's like, that's it? And then she goes, eyes, throat, (laughs) genitals, all in once. Like, doesn't even tell him it's coming. Just boom, boom, boom. (laughs) And he's like on his knees, obviously, because he just got kicked in the balls. Yes. And And she's like giving him the lesson. And she's like, that was cool. This was so much fun. (laughs) And I can tell you from experience, having toddlers will teach you that same lesson because they're head levels. When they come running, boom, and you're on your knees in a heartbeat. (laughs) I wonder if I ever did that to my dad when I was little. I probably did. I'm going to say, I think it happens. That's just like, I don't think it could not happen. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't want to wear a cup because you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want them to hit the (laughs) You're not going to hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Take that little shit. Now, they're looking at the stars at the night sky, and Kid says his mother said that whenever someone dies, a star is born. So when the apocalypse happened, the sky lit up with all the souls that died, and we find, yeah, both of his parents are up there. Now, they look like they're about to kiss when Apple pukes up some of the SpaghettiOs she was eating, like, because, yeah, he was, he was, like, heating up SpaghettiOs out of a can, yeah. and she, she ate some of it. Now... Now we cut back to Bagu. He is yeah. tied up at Zeus's place, and he's oh, this was rough. Yeah, because he looks down, and his intestines are on the outside of his body, or are coming out of his body. And earlier, when we met Zeus, we had seen a guy on a bike, and he said, "Don't stop pedaling," but we didn't know, I think, what he was doing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he was doing that in that scene, but that's what's happening in this scene. Right. So you got to think that's probably what was happening earlier. Right. This guy's intestines are strapped to the back wheel of a bicycle. <laughs> and because everything's bicycles here. <laughs> yeah, that's all that's left. And Zeus is just asking, where are the boy and the girl and the big strapping cowboy? And and he immediately gives up kids and kid and Apple's uh, destination. He tells them where they're going. And Zeus pulls his guts out anyways, because yeah. of course you would. Why was any, Why would anyone trust this guy? I'd be like, fuck you. You're going to kill me anyways. Just do it. <clears throat> um, now, next day, Apple wakes up, kid, when Skullface shows up looking for them. And, like, they're being really quiet. But then Apple's battery starts beeping, and they get found. She's only got half a heart left. I was like, it went down fast. It did. It went, <laughs> it's like, she's got, like, an iPhone battery or something. 
It went down <laughs> really fast. I say this as I'm holding an iPhone. I love you, Apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. So they take off and, and skull face, and he's got two guys following them. They get to a dead end that's like it looks like a bridge that's been like blown up or something. Yeah. You know, it's like half a bridge. So. Kid kills the two goons with the power glove. He, he he hits them both one shot each, and then somehow manages to miss Skullface. And Skullface cuts off Apple's head, just like shink, and her head goes flying yeah. up in the air. And she's got blue blood. So yeah, and it's like like sherbet blue, right? <laughs> it's not like dark blue. Um, now Kid reaches to catch her head and falls off a cliff. Yep. He wakes up and sees Apple's head looking at him. She says, it's okay. You're the best friend I've ever had. Now, he's, now he lost the power glove in the fall, but he just take, picks up her head and, and starts going to try and find, you know, the parts that they need. Um, he's walking through this green fog, so he's probably becoming radioactive at the same time. And there's all these dinosaur statues and pink flamingos. And this this is the robot graveyard apparently, which looks like just a bunch of. When when they get to this pile of robots, did you think it looked like a bunch of? Uh, did you think that it looked like a bunch of blow up dolls with wires on them? It did kind of look like that. That <laughs> That's is, what I thought. That is a, a good comparison. Yeah, I think that works. Now he puts her head on one of them, but nothing happens. Like he just duct tapes her head to this body. So yeah, he's got duct tape that fixes everything in this movie, but but uh, but nothing happens, and kid just passes out. So now we cut back to the flashback. Zeus just wanted water from kids' parents. He just wanted a, 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 a cup of water. And yeah. they've got a whole like 55-gallon drum of water. And it's clear water. It looks great. Now, he, now of course, Zeus, of course he's going to be the bad guy. He wants to know where the water came from. Because this is my land. And if the water came from my land, then they're stealing. Now, Skullface takes kid's dad and starts to drown him. But mom has a crossbow all of a sudden, and she shoots Zeus in the eye. Skullface shoots her in the chest, and then literally cuts dad, dad to pieces. pieces. Like, he just does this big X, yep. and yep. falls apart. <laughs> now, Zeus is about to finish mom off with a golf club when Kid tells him to stop, and Kid's got a toy laser gun pointing at him. I guess the toy version of this glove he's found. Eh, well, well it, it just looked like a toy gun. Okay. You know, it, oh, yeah, I do have a laser gun in my notes, so you're <clears> probably right. Um, now he pulls the trigger, and of course nothing happens. It just lights up and makes noises. And Zeus just laughs at him and, you know, and scares the kid off. Kid gets on his bike and rides off. And Zeus lets him go because he figures he won't last long on his own. How many bad guys have made that mistake in movies? <laughs> Hello, my name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Just one of many, uh, one of many uh, examples I can think of. So we cut back to the present, and Kid is in a bicycle sidecar, and Frederick is riding it. He has a metal hand now, where he lost the other one. So even though this is only the year 1997, and they're in the post-apocalypse, <laughs> they've got some great technology apparently yeah. to be able to. To, to meld a human arm to a robot arm, I guess, or robot hand. <laughs> now, um, Kid's just like, where's Apple? And all Frederick says is, sorry, Kid. And Kid asks why Frederick saved him. And he says, I owed you one. Also, he needed a new hand. Also, <laughs> I needed a new hand. Yes. <laughs> now, Kid looks on this 
on this on this sidecar, and there's some kind of a rocket or a bomb on the side of it, and he's just like a turbo mega blaster. <laughs> like whoever named these was yeah, a big fan of like turbo. Mega Man and stuff like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> The Frederick, his Frederick says he's going to shove it so far up Zeus' ass that he tastes his own shit. Now, Kid is all in on this idea. So they're rolling down the road when they meet Skullface. And, and Frederick tur- uh, starts the timer on the Mega Blaster. And Kid's bracelet is starting to beep again. Now, we see Apple in the graveyard powering back up. And this is where I put the... It's amazing how, how duct tape literally fixes everything. <laughs> And then Apple looks at her new body, and it's in a pink dress like the Barbie doll. So she goes, I love that dress. And she walks off, and she picks up, like, part of a, a, a like, a, a unicorn, like a, a plastic yeah. unicorn. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me, yeah. Know what this, like, what are you going to do with that? Oh, and it's got the one sharp horn. Yep, yep. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, okay. First. I so, like, yeah, okay, I did. What yeah. are we going to do here? Now, Kid and <laughs> Frederick are staring down Zeus and company, and, uh... And Zeus says, I admire your spirit, kid, but unfortunately your story's about to come to an end. And Kid says, well, then let's make it memorable. I like that line. <laughs> he pulls his machete. And, and now Zeus recognizes Kid. Like, he hasn't recognized him before, but right. now he's going to recognize him. And suddenly, Zeus has a lot more goons and says, you know, it's playtime. <laughs> and uh, and Kid says, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. And, and Frederick says... Man never knows. A man never knows how strong he is until it, being strong is the only choice he has. And kids like really? And he's like, I don't know, kid, but it sounds good. <laughs> That's a great. Fair line. enough. Um, now, kid is charging this one guy. Eyes, throat, genitals, slice, slice, slice. Just wow. Yes. They start fighting while the bomb is still ticking. And we had a pretty decent fight scene here. Oh my goodness, this is hilarious. Frederick is fighting with his hands while Kid is using his double hand, his double-headed hammer. He mostly um, getting Zeus's guys to kill each other by accident. <laughs> like they keep like actually, you no, know, they keep going for him and he dodges and they actually chop their friend behind them. Um, now, um... <clears throat> One one of them gets run through with a shovel. And I was like, oh, good Lord. And then Kid gets knocked over. He falls onto the shovel handle that's sticking out of this guy and just, like, pries his top, pries his torso off. And he goes flying into the air and lands <laughs> onto this other guy. And then the legs fall on him. And he's like, the legs of the guy that just died fall on Turbo. And he's like, oh, and he just kicks them off. And they land on another guy. So you got two guys walking around. One of them has an extra torso on his head. And one of them has an extra pair of legs, legs on his head. <laughs> That's what I say. This scene is awesome. Yes. Um, now, uh, <laughs> um, Kid has to stop and spit out a few teeth <laughs> because, yeah, I, I'm sure you love that scene. Now, um, and Frederick is just like, hey, kid, and he lights a cigarette, kicks a guy in the balls, rips his jaw off, and shoves it back into his eyes. Ugh. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> Zeus had this one, like, hot chick sidekick or, or minion, whatever you want to call her. We never, we never find out her name. But she wants to fight Kid now. And knocks his helmet off. And we see 42 seconds are on the timer. Now, 
Frederick and Skullface are fighting. Things are looking bad. Kid gets knocked into the bomb and sees there are only five seconds left on the timer. And he, you know, covers his head like, you know, you're right next to the bomb. Like, that's going to do anything. (laughs) But when it reaches zero, it says error. Of course. (laughs) Now, Frederick starts to push Skullface's blade into his face. And then just pulls this blade launcher off and his and, and his and punches him in the steel face, knocking him out. Like that's all it took to knock this guy out, really. Now Zeus's girl is choking Kid, and he's and, and Kid sees off in the distance a blurry vision of Apple on her bicycle with the unicorn head on the handlebars, and she just charges full speed into this girl and runs her through with the unicorn. Yep. And then she and then then knocks her out with Mr. Gnome. And and Kid's just like, you're alive. And she says, you didn't wait for me. He's like, I thought you were dead. And she's like, no, I mean to start the, the fight. fight. <laughs> and it's like, I brought your glove back. Yeah, she brought the power glove back. But then Zeus shoots her again. Then shoots Frederick. For some reason, this time, Apple was really <clears throat> hurt She was by the bullet. But not the first time. At least I thought she was really hurt. Right. Then he shoots Kid. Now Zeus thinks it's over then realizes his remaining men are looking pretty terrified at something. Now, Kid hits them with the power glove. Yep. Or he hits Zeus with the power glove, but Zeus is the only one who doesn't explode no, into it just a knocks shower him of back. blood. Yeah. It just knocks him back. So yeah. I immediately was like, oh, he's a robot. <laughs> he's totally a robot. Now, um, and, and Kid pulls the tin of Viewmaster discs yep. out of his shirt or out of his jacket and... It had Zeus's bullet on it. So my first thought was, what the hell is that tin made out of? (laughs) Because it stopped a bullet. (laughs) Now, Kid hits another guy with the power glove and then another. At one point, there was one guy, you know, because whenever these guys get hit with the power glove, they just get blown in half. Well, Mm -hmm. at one point, there was one guy wearing the torsos of about three other guys. It was like a a really shitty totem pole. (laughs) And, 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 um... There was then finally there's one guy left standing who runs away. He was the smartest of the goons. I mean seriously, if you if you had like a one of the guys had like a stop sign or something that was you know uh, uh, he was using as a weapon. If I had a stop sign and some other guy had a weapon that could vaporize people, right? I'd be like, peace out, bye. But how is he getting his glove to power up so quickly now versus the one time he couldn't even get it to fire? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how long it takes for it to recharge. Right, but that one time he had been looking for him and found him at the pool. It had plenty of time to recharge. Well, he still had. Well, yeah, you're right, actually, because <clears throat> I I think he used up his last shot on that one guy. Yeah, you're right. So, oh well. Either way, if that's the biggest plot yeah, hole no, this I movie agree, has, it's still pretty. Because I, I want these explosions. Because yes. like like the guy you were talking about with the three other halves of his body, he shoots it at them and blows them all. Up. Yes. <laughs> So now Apple is back again and she just waves at kid and Skullface is also yep. back up again and he's walking at Apple and suddenly now the power glove is out of juice. The only thing kid can find on the ground is an umbrella, umbrella. <laughs> and Apple is like looking at Skullface and she says, you know, I like most people, but you, I don't, don't like <laughs> And kid runs Skullface through with this umbrella. And Skullface is trying to reach Kid with his arm saw, like not in, he's trying to get inside his personal bubble, right. his manly <laughs> bubble. And Kid opens the umbrella and splits him in half. 
Yeah. Literally. Yes. Blood raining down. And, and of course, he's got the umbrella already. Blood raining down as Kid and Apple stand under the umbrella and kiss. Yep. And, like, <laughs> a few seconds later, it's still raining blood, even though he's, like, even though Skullface is, like, you know, stopped bleeding. <laughs> now, Zeus starts to twitch and gets up. He throws away his eye patch and he says, it's, he's, I'm tired of trying to fit in. So much for trying to fit in. And he's like a Kirkland brand geriatric T-800, basically. <laughs> and um, Specifically, he's the CC-111. The CC corporate companion. Right, corporate <laughs> companion. And Kid goes, you're a robot? And Apples just goes, yeah, you didn't know? <laughs> like, I guess I guess she could tell he was yeah. a robot. And didn't think tell anyone because she thought it was obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was fashioned after his creator, whom he killed. And Apple just goes, Sir, you are very mean. And he starts monologuing, of course, about how humans are like cockroaches. And Zeus starts to shoot a laser beam out of his mouth, which supercharges the power glove, I guess. And then Kid kicks the bomb that didn't go off at Zeus and shoots it, resulting in a huge explosion. This was like a tiny mushroom cloud. Yes. And then there's this geyser of water. Now, Apple shielded Kid from the blast, so she is really messed up, and now she is really dying. Yep. And she's like, you did good, Turbo Kid. When you watch the sky at night, I'll be there. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and then she powers down for good. Do robots become stars? Sure, why not? And then why not? Why? Yeah, not? we'll go with it. I'm holding a tiny square robot in my hand. I'm, I hope she likes me whenever the robot uprising happens. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, yes, he always kept my battery fully charged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, she powers down for good. Now, kid just holds her and cries as the camera pans back up to the sky. A kid, and kid, he buries Apple at the playground where they met and puts Mr. Gnome there as a headstone. And Frederick is somehow still alive. Well, I think when even when I saw him get shot, it looked like it hit him more on the shoulder. It probably did. And I think that's why he was there. Because when he first went down, I was like, is he dead? Because it looked like a shoulder shot. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, he tells kid he did good. He well, found the water source. Yeah, they I found mean, the he water saved, source. He so now saved they've, got, the... they've got clear water and saving hundreds of lives and... Now Kid is leaving. He wants to see what the rest of the wasteland looks like. So he gets on his bike and rides off. And the camera pans up to space and we see another star blink into existence. So there's Apple. So there we go. credits. <laughs> this was such a friggin' good movie. It really I mean, was. Not even just the story and the acting and the writing, but just the fact that someone said, You know what? I want to make a movie for less than the cost of a house. <laughs> who how many people can do that I mean, they, they just must have had like the perfect opportunities again i want to know where this movie was filmed i mean it was in canada i don't know exactly where but okay. quebec and montreal okay because like, i was looking it up earlier it just it was so charming and so homemade and just someone loved film and wanted to make their own yeah. And it doesn't, it, it proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that you don't have to have a hundred billion dollar special effects budget right. to make a good movie. And I think it helps. They, they made a whole bunch of short films, not just T is for Turbo. They mm -hmm. made a shit ton of short films before finally making this their first feature film. Mm -hmm. 
And then they went on after this to make Summer of 84, which is a good coming-of-age horror flick set in the 80s, obviously. A coming-of-age horror flick? Coming-of-age, like, for kids, you know, uh-huh. like, coming-of-age films. That's, like, a favorite subgenre of mine, personally. Like, Stand By Me, coming-of-age, uh-huh. where yeah. kids have to grow up in a short amount of time, stuff like that. Yeah. They see, like, a killer across the street and stuff like that. I won't mm. say I won't say any more than that. That might be that might be interesting to watch. It is it's pretty good. I'd like I'd like to watch more from these directors. What what did you say they are? Roadkill Roadkill Superstar. Roadkill Superstars. That's that is awesome. <laughs> so but that is going to wrap things up for this episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. You can always follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Now we're on uh, YouTube as well. We do have a another interview coming up soon, God willing. I know Josh is really excited about it, but we want it to be a surprise. Um, so, Josh, what are you guys going to be talking about next week? Yeah, Adam, next week you're going to be off. I'm yep. going to hopefully, as long as everything goes to plan, welcome back the brothers Blevins. And since we took requests from DJ and Brad, I let them pick the movie, and we're going to be watching Still Magnolias. So something oh, definitely oh, out of my comfort zone. So, oh, but we'll boy. watch anything. So there you go. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. Is like we, <laughs> uh, we 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 say we have a diverse taste in film. Sometimes you have to eat those words. <laughs> but hey, sometimes you can be very pleasantly surprised by that's things. Right, like, exactly. like like someone recommended one time that I watched. Um, what was it? Uh, um, just like heaven, I think it had Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo in it. Yeah, it was a chick is. flick, but it was a damn good one. I've never seen it. I have it heard was, of it though. I recognize it was the title. A good one. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, I'm Adam and I'm Josh. And be sure always, whether you're in your car or in your theater, to check your blind spots. You guys take care, stay healthy, stay safe, and we will see you next time.